0: I think so. It's classic Sun Tzu. In fact, if you win that without firing a shot, it's what uh, what you try to do. He's his troops along the border. They've been there for a few months now. I've got to say, though, things have got to be challenging for those Russian soldiers across that border. You look at pictures that come back. Uh, they're in the middle of uh, a cold winter. there's not uh, probably not being taken care of like they should be. So I think he is running out of time. But if he continues to push uh, America and NATO uh, with regard to getting a promise that Ukraine will never become part of NATO, which is really... Us saying the quiet part out loud, because they never will become part of NATO anyway. The, the Germans nor the French will allow that to happen. Um, and the question is, you know, whether or not we'll do that. And w- if we capitulate to that, then he'll take a victory and, and go from there.
1: Yeah, but now that's a major Mike Lyons, retired U.S. Army. He was on uh, News Nation Now last night with Leland Bitter. That's our guy. We talk to him all the time and we'll continue to. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This is all about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, and that is the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. So yesterday, the conversation was the possibility of Russian troops pulling back from the Ukrainian border. As of last night, the people I speak to, uh, and, and this is how it was relayed to me, we got satellite imagery of this blank. We don't see nothing. There, there was no movement. So when you see this, like, for example, here's a headline. Russia says it pulls back more troops amid Ukraine standoff. Saying it and doing it are two different things. So it was argued yesterday that they were going to be pulling back some troops. It's being argued still that they're going to pull back some, some troops. It's a gesture. It's not, it's not a doing. It doesn't mean there will be no invasion. So the Russian Defense Ministry is releasing videos showing a trainload of armored vehicles moving across a bridge away from Crimea. So they're trying to show you that this isn't going to be the case. That there, There's not going to be an invasion. It was just hysteria from uh, the West and specifically the United States. I don't believe that to be true. Some people are discussing, and I was on with Hammer and Nigel yesterday, and they asked me, was this a wag the dog? I get the argument that's being made. You have Russia engage in a lot of bluster. You have Germany stay st- totally silent. You put Ukraine in the middle. You end up giving Ukraine a crap ton of money and a crap ton of arms. And uh, then uh, uh, they can utilize that to kind of buy off the Russians <laughs> so they don't get uh, attacked. It didn't. Co- it only costs the U.S. money and everybody else is fine. There's a bit in that of... You know, it's it's a little bit out there. But crazier things have happened, so I get that, that people have that theory. I'm not one of them, and I actually don't think that they're crazy. Weird things do happen, and certainly there's uh, I, I don't think it would be outside the realm that if, if arms were given to Ukraine and dollars were given for them to get arms, that some of it could have gotten to the Russians to say, hey, leave us alone. Of course that's possible. I would have no way of proving such a thing, but I'd be a fool if I said it was outside the realm of possibility. The question was is it wag the dog? The idea that we're focused on Ukraine because we don't want to focus on the border because we don't want to focus on the fact that Hillary Clinton is a criminal as I see it. Now there's a conversation about how the Biden people are involved. I'll get to that story. I don't think this is wag the dog. And I don't think this is wag the dog because to understand, uh, you have to understand a bit about Putin and understand a bit about his psychology. That the the reunification of Mother Russia is paramount to him. This is a trained KGB agent who sees the fall of the Soviet Union as a personal affront. You cannot question what a a personal feeling does for someone, and, and their drive. It's 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 it, it's almost incalculable. But it is there and it is real and does have a large role to play in how he sees the future of Russia. The Ukraine being a part of that. And yes, there are Ukrainians in that southeastern part of Ukraine. If you look at a map, it's called the Donbass region, D-O-N-B-A-S-S. They are ethnically Russian and they don't mind if Russia comes back. And there are others like that throughout the nation. A larger percentage are very much westward looking as as we do more research and 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 certainly want to see they see a value in trade they see a value in leading their own lives and and freer lives not not fully uh, unfortunately for them free lives but freer lives. So it's not wag the dog. I think that's a that's an easy way out. I think that if you're talking about whether or not Biden is going to say things and do things to make him look like a big shot, well, I think you're right about that. But that's just posturing. This is uh, just like um, Bill Clinton bombing the Aspirin factory. I know I went a little bit back in history for for that one. That was wag the dog. This is this is different. This is a real thing. But within this came a a a. a not it wasn't a press conference because because Biden didn't take questions. A statement made by the president. And I was I was scheduled to be on Newsmax. I'm he, in the chair. I've got the camera on. We're connected, and I'm watching their feed, of Biden make this statement. And remember, I'm not on air. And I literally said out loud to the control room, "What the hell is he talking about?" I listened and I said, "I don't understand the purpose of the speech." I put it out on Twitter. Is this is this supposed to be deterrence? Is this what is this tough guy approach? I want to share some of it with you. Listen.
0: We know and what we're doing about it. Let me be equally clear about what we are not doing. The United States and NATO are not a threat to Russia. Ukraine is not threatening Russia. Neither the U.S. nor NATO have missiles in Ukraine. We do not, do not have plans to put them there as well. We're not targeting the people of Russia. We do not seek to destabilize Russia. To the citizens of Russia, you are not our enemy. And I do not believe you want a bloody destructive war against Ukraine, a country and a people with whom you share such deep ties of family, history and culture. I
1: got to tell you, nothing about that made sense. The, the language itself, Never mind. you know, what we think about Biden, right? His presentation is awful. He comes across as an angry old man who is so weak uh, that he's trying to project strength through his voice, and it just doesn't work. But the the words that he uses, why is he telling the Russians we don't want war? That's not, that's an odd argument. It sounded very much like State Department language as opposed to language we thought was necessary for the moment. And that's what's so strange about these 11 minutes. It didn't sound like anything necessary for the moment.
0: 77 years ago, our people fought and sacrificed side by side to end the worst war in history. World War II was a war of necessity. But if Russia attacks Ukraine, it would be a war of
1: choice or a war. And then he went on to say, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to retaliate, and we're going to have sanctions, and we're going to do this. If that speech had been delivered by Joe Biden a month ago, a lot of us would have said, well, look, I I hate the presentation, but the words were right. You would have argued that that was the time for the deterrent speech. We don't want a problem, but if you do this, we're going to do that, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and you're going to suffer, and we don't want anybody to suffer, so stop doing it. That would have been the time. Yesterday, when there's already rumbling of of, of a possible pullout, although you can't trust it until you see it, it was a weird moment for the speech. It's like a guy beats you up, walks away, and then you're like, yeah, you better run. Very weird. And I'm still having a little bit of trouble digesting it. Because it didn't make sense. If you ask me, should a president be engaged forcefully as a means of deterrence, I'm fine with that. I will agree with that. And I don't even mind Biden doing that, although I would have cleaned it up here and there. This seemed forced. And that, that bit earlier about we don't want war with you, I don't know who that was supposed to address. Was that supposed to address the Russian people or us, the American people? It's a very odd, odd speech from Biden.